Flip to Freedom, episode 28. Hello again, this is Sean Terry from the Flip to Freedom podcast, and we are on episode number 28. Now, if you are brand new and you're listening for the very first time, I'd like to welcome you and uh, let you know that I am here to help you escape the 9 to 5 and live the lifestyle of your dreams by learning how you can make an absolute fortune flipping properties in your spare time. Even if you're brand new, you have no cash, you have no credit, or you have never bought a house before. Now, the entire... um, idea behind this podcast is to uh, basically show you how to flip properties and get one year's worth of your income in the bank as fast as humanly possible that would give you the option to quit your job and and basically live a life of freedom. Think about it. Imagine if you didn't have to uh, wake up and go to your job every day and deal with the boss and deal with the politics and deal with the traffic and, and have all that. And you could just wake up and do what you want to do. Well, that is the lifestyle of a real estate investor. It's a blast. Um, and flipping properties is the first step. Um, to be able to do that. It's actually wholesaling properties. And that is by getting a property under contract at one price and then turn around and selling that contract for a higher price. You never actually take possession of the property. Um, You're only basically just flipping the paper. Um, And you do that by finding cash buyers that will purchase uh, the property via the contract you flip to them. So um, now is the best time, obviously, in this market to find distressed deals. And uh, I've actually, um, if you're brand new, I've actually have a podcast. Uh, I just uh, recorded a podcast series and um, basically explaining exactly uh, what you uh, need to do to get started. And you can go back to episode 22 through 26. I go through a detailed step-by-step exactly what you need to do um, to get started in this business. And also, to go along with that, I wrote a 129-page comprehensive blueprint on a 19 weeks, exactly how to quit your job in 19 weeks or less, by getting one year's worth of income in the bank as fast as possible. Now, uh, to get that book for free, you can visit Flip the number two freedom.com that's flip to freedom.com there's a video of me on the front page you can enter your email and i will email you a special link that you can download that book for free all right in this episode well we've got an awesome episode for you i have um worked very hard to get you an interview with a gentleman that is extremely popular uh, in the marketplace right now. He's been on webinars all over the place. He's been, um, um, you know, just everywhere you turn, it seems like his name has, uh, has been out there. So, and he has found a loophole, a secret loophole that nobody knows about that he is just crushing it in real estate right now, using no money, no cash, no credit, no experience. And he is going to explain, his name's Joe McCall, and he is going to explain exactly what he's doing to rake in tens of thousands of dollars every single month um, in this business. Now, he gives some great, great nuggets. So you might want to break out uh, some notes um, that you can uh, write down or just you know listen to it again. Um, but he is a phenomenal gentleman. He has an incredible story um, that he literally was in a, in a very, very tough situation. He bought a bunch of rental properties. Those rental properties, the market dropped and he got in a negative cash flow situation. And he found himself literally just uh, in a bad, bad situation. Well, um, he 
started researching wholesaling and he put it together with this little niche, the secret loophole that he'll tell you about. And, and, uh, and just crushing is just in literally completely turned his entire life around in a matter of months from just starting, um, from scratch. And that's how, that's how easy, uh, this uh, this model that he has is and how um, and he actually shares exactly a five step procedure that you can start today and implement it in your business. So uh, he's uh, an awesome and uh, he's very laid back. He has uh, uh, some great kids and and he's been fun to get to know over the uh, you know the uh, past couple of weeks here since uh, since I met him. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to uh, have Joe McCall come on the line and uh, and then we will. Uh, go through this interview and I ask him some great questions about how he got started and what he did. So uh, let's go to that right now. All right, now I got Joe McCall on the line and I'm uh, so excited to speak with him today. He's an extremely uh, busy gentleman and uh, very successful uh, uh, person in the real estate industry, and um, he has such a unique niche um, that I I uh, have been begging him to do a call uh, with me because I know um, you know people that listen to this podcast they they uh, they like the idea of being able to flip properties using no cash, no credit, and have no experience. And you know, so I, so I, you know, Joe and I happen to connect, and he he actually happened to listen listen to uh, one of my podcasts, and we actually happen to connect through that. And um, and then just talking to him and him explaining what he does in this this little you know it's like a loophole in the market right now you know when you know if you look at the you know if you look at you know the real estate and the news and everything's going on around of how bad everything is but then you have you know Joe McCall focusing on this tiny little niche that's this that he's just blowing it up and doing unbelievably well um and it is like a little loophole and uh so I I'm excited to have him on the phone Joe how you doing today Good, Sean. Really good to talk to you, man. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's exciting, and it's an exciting time to be in real estate right now. You know, oh, yeah. um, you know what Warren Buffett says when the uh, what, what's his quote there? He goes, you know, when it, buy when, when the market is greedy, sell when people buy. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, uh, the, I don't think um, I don't think in our generation we'll ever see a market like this again. Um, and maybe we will. Who knows? And markets are going cycles. But um, when I what I'm doing right now at flipping lease options works especially well in a down market. And um, you know, really wholesaling in general, period, works really well in this market because um, there's a ton, a ton of motivated sellers out there right now. Right. And um, a lot of them don't have any equity. Right. And that's what I was. Uh, that's kind of what I kept on hitting my head against the wall with and until I discovered this strategy. Yeah, you know, and, and I read your story, and your story is absolutely uh, phenomenal. It's, it's very, uh, actually funny, very similar to mine where, um, you know, I, I had a lot of rental properties. We sold majority of them in, um, pretty much all of them in uh 
in uh, in 2005 and, and made a ton of money doing it. But then we, you know, we started accumulating some other rental properties. But when you have rental properties, you know, th there's a pretty much two different paths. You can go down the whole rental property route and you can get the $200 of cash mm -hmm. flow and you can, you know, manage the, you know, tenants. I mean, like today, I uh, there was a termite problem at one of our houses. So I had to, you know, call a termite guy and get the termite guy over there to get that done. So still managing, you know, issues like that. But, you know, and uh, so, you know, I read your story and you kind of went down that path and then what yeah. brought you over to wholesaling with lease option how'd that all come in effect well i was i was in way over my head um, when you were selling your homes in 05 i was buying a bunch of homes and uh, i was buying them at the height of the market i was counting on appreciation because um, you know you remember looking at those charts of 50 years and, and real estate has never gone down you know the average appreciation over the last 50 years is eight percent a year i remember reading that and um, and then seeing markets like Phoenix and Las Vegas and California, Florida, screaming red hot. And I was just thinking, man, this is awesome. So I was I was buying homes at like 90 cents on the dollar and from the MLS without hardly any negotiating and then hoping to sell them at 110, 120 cents on the dollar. Right. And um, I was buying them subject to the existing. I was also um, buying. I was doing this thing actually where I was finding the buyers first who had large deposits, and letting them pick a house on the MLS. And then I would negotiate a little bit with the seller, but then I would buy the house, and with my down, I would use the um, tenant buyer's down payment as my down payment for right. the home. And uh, I would cash flow one or two, three hundred a month on those homes. Um, and I had a realtor doing all the work for me, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but I was buying these homes at 90, 95 cents on the dollar. I couldn't, you know, when you have a buyer pick the house first, you can't really negotiate much with the seller. Right. You the can't. sellers weren't super motivated. Um, but then um, the market started going south, and my tenant buyers weren't buying homes. And I was, um, I, I did I did probably, I bought about eight homes using that strategy. And then I started getting a little smarter, and I started buying homes at bigger discounts. And um, so I started buying homes with more and more equity in them. But I had a serious cash flow problem. I was equity rich on these homes, but really cash poor. Right. And then the market fell apart. I became equity poor and cash poor. And I had a serious cash flow problem. And I had all these homes that I had taken over the existing mortgages to. And um, I knew, I, I, you know, I, I refused to get behind or miss a payment for these owners. So I was becoming late on my own mortgage payments. And um, I never missed an owner's mortgage payment on a house I bought subject to the existing mortgage. Wow. But I finally came to a point where I said, look, you know, I, I had to give the homes back to the original owners. I deeded it back to them. I said, I can't do this anymore. Um, and so I, I, I hit rock bottom. And then, um, I mean, there, I, t I tell this in my story all the time. Yeah. And my, my wife, um, the, probably the low point of my, my entire life <laughs> was, um, when my wife was at Target and, uh, going through the checkout line of all of her food, you know, and, and the three kids are with her. And uh, the, not the credit card, but the check card gets declined. And uh, she, yeah, bet she called you mad, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody behind her and the kids are thrusting and crying and the card gets declined. And, and then like a couple of days later, she's in McDonald's and the kids are hungry and um, the check card again was declined at McDonald's and the kids ask her, why are, why are we leaving the food there? You know, like, we're hungry. And, uh, so, I mean, it really just shook me, and um, it was a very difficult time in my life. 
And that's yeah, when I said, you know, I got to I, do I think there's different. a lot of people. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, I mean, can absolutely relate with that because, you know, there are people that, you know, same thing. You, you, you hit a point in your life and, and, you're, you know, and everything's going and then you have something like this hit the hit the global economy and it kind of does a yeah. shift on you. And it almost you got you got two paths to go down. You either can just fall apart you know, or, you know, be innovative like you were and, and, uh, and put together, you know, an idea of, you know, lease options and wholesaling, which is brilliant. Yeah. Well, my strategy is I've always loved lease options. And by the way, I'm sorry if my phone's beeping there. Um, I, I've always loved options because it allows you to control property without owning it. Right. Um, and I've always loved wholesaling because you can make a quick nickel versus a slow dime. And, um, and so I was, Right at this point, I, I needed. I had a serious cash flow problem, and, and I had too many properties, and um, so I said, I got to go back to the basics, foundational, fundamental, real estate investing 101. What is it? And you know, almost every course I bought in the past, they said you got to learn wholesaling. You got to start with that, because that's going to fill the cash flow needs. Um, and so I bought a couple courses on wholesaling, and I started flipping homes, and making good money at it. And, and actually, um, my first deal was a triplex. Way out on the sticks and uh, you know, way out in the country, and I wasn't interested at all. This lady was responding to a uh, postcard I sent on an expired listing she had somewhere else, and she said, "I don't want to sell that house. I want to sell this triplex way out here in the country." And I just told her, "No, I'm not interested." Well, the funny thing is, she actually called me like three or four times before I finally <laughs> returned her call. Okay, so is, is, that, is that, said, that's a definition of a motivated seller? <laughs> yes, it definitely is, and. Um, it was expired the year before for like 120000 And uh, I said, I'm not interested. She said, please, please. She's like begging me to make her an offer. <laughs> and so it expired. The year before. I couldn't get any comps because there's no triplexes out there. There's hardly any multifamilies out there. So I just said, you know what? The most I can offer is maybe 40. And she said, okay. <laughs> and I was floored. And I thought, oh, uh, uh, uh. So I, I met her at uh, a coffee shop or something. And I put every contingency I could in the contract. And I didn't even see the place yet. Wow. I put every contingency that I could think of in there. And she signed it all. And, um, you know, I never even went inside. Um, all three units were rented. And uh, I just stuck a sign in the yard. And that day I got an all-cash offer for 55000 Wow. And after closing costs and all that, I made a $13,000 profit Wow. on this house. And I, that was my first deal. And I was so excited. I said, this is it. Super excited. Well, I started, um, I was still working full-time job, and, and I loved real estate investing. I was really torn because I was working so hard. I, I had my, my job was working 56 hours a week, and then I had real estate full-time on the side and then my family. So when I was at home, I wasn't really at home, and things were just kind of spiraling out of control. Right. And I was throwing away a bunch of leads. I was spending a bunch of money on marketing. I was spending about three to 5000 a month on direct mail postcards. And I was getting so many leads, I couldn't handle them. I was throwing away a ton of leads where they didn't have any equity, or if they did, they weren't willing to share any of it with me. And I couldn't, I was so busy, I couldn't go meet the sellers in their homes um, because I didn't have time to do that. So I started thinking about, what can I do with these leads that don't have any equity? Um, and so I thought, maybe I can wholesale lease options. That sounds pretty cool. And so I started telling investors, hey, I'll sell, I'll advertise your house for you for 500 bucks. If I find a tenant buyer, you pay me $500. And I got a few people that did that, and I started realizing that's a lot of work for only 500 bucks. Um, 
so I started charging a thousand and you know, a few people would say yes. Most people said no, they weren't interested because I was only targeting investors. Right. And then my virtual assistant at the time was working in Indiana. He lived in Indiana. And uh, she said, Joe, what you're doing is real similar to what this other guy that I'm working for is doing. You should give him a call because I think he's making a little bit more money than you are. <laughs> I said, really? So I called him up and he's flipping about five lease options a month in Atlanta, okay? Mm-hmm. But, Sean, he's doing this from his beach condo in Florida. Oh, and, he's, and he's making $5,000 on each flip. And I couldn't believe it. I, was, I couldn't believe that you could actually do that. Um, and so, so he's you know, making 20, 25 grand a month, right? And, but he's yes. in Florida flipping houses in, in, uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, and he doesn't show the home. He never goes meets the sellers. He doesn't negotiate anything. Um, and he does it all online. Yep. And uh, I was just so, I, I said to myself, I got to figure out how he does this. Um, so then over the next few months, I just kind of stumbling through it and figuring things out and making a lot of mistakes. Um, within about three or four months, my part-time income flipping lease options um, surpassed my full-time income at my job. And I had a great job. Um, I, I was my, my background in civil engineering. I was working on a power plant as, yep. uh, in, in scheduling. And um, I liked the people I was working with, but I, I really, really wanted to work for myself. And this is why. And I really appreciate your emphasis on escaping the nine to five. Right. Because um, when you're when you have a job, okay, I'm not blasting job. I'm not blasting work. Work is good. I believe in work. Um, but when you're working for somebody else, no matter how hard you work, you get paid the same. And sometimes the harder you work, the more hard work you get. So if you're lucky, um, you work really hard. If you're lucky, at the end of the year, you may get a 3% raise. Okay? Right. And so many people now are worried about losing their jobs. And uh, somebody said once, well, your ability, the only job security you have is your ability to make money. And um, that really struck me because I was thinking, if I lost my job today, I could not survive. So I wanted to learn how to be able to live on my own. And be, and be self-sufficient. So um, I was making $75,000 a year at my full-time job. And then just doing part-time flipping lease options, I surpassed my full-time monthly income. And That's I awesome. thought, this is awesome. I can do this. And um, so I didn't save up. I really do still believe in what you teach about you know saving up a year's salary in advance. Um, but for me, I said, you know, I could do this easy. Um, I can replace my income. I already have replaced my income. So I, I jumped ship about a year and a half, almost two years ago, and uh, I've been doing it full-time ever since. But here's the cool thing, Sean. What? When I was working, I, I was forced to outsource everything I could to virtual assistants and to local realtors and to local other people. I had sales reps, even, that would go out and talk with sellers for me or, or call on sellers for me because I couldn't do it. Right. And... Um, so I just kept doing that, actually, when I left my job. Um, so, I, you know, I, instead of doing two deals a month like I was when I was working full-time, I'm doing maybe four or five a month. But I'm still only working 20, 30 hours a week in the business. I literally outsource 80% of my work to virtual assistants in the Philippines um, and to local sales reps and realtors who help me sell the homes. And um, the other 10 or 20 hours a week, um, I work on teaching and coaching and the podcast and things like that. 
Um, so, 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 so bring it back full circle. So, so you went, you yeah. went to this time where, you know, cards are being declined. You're in a tough position. You're hating, you're at a job that you didn't really, you liked it, but you didn't really like it. And you, you kind of start dabbling in these, uh, you know, this wholesaling stuff. You made $13,000. You're, you flipped your lid. You're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And then now you come back and now, now you are a leading expert in wholesaling lease options. Um, you have a unbelievable coaching program you have a um a site at wholesalingleaseoptions.com to where uh you have um a, a course that i've actually got to view which is which is um extensive uh, about this specific niche which is great and uh and now you're you're doing you're pretty much all over the internet you know you're on you know you're doing uh conference calls and doing interviews and doing you know speaking engagements and teaching people and and so so that is a, a lot has happened in a couple of years from when you you know were working a job making seventy five thousand dollars a year to where now you're flipping you know flipping four or five houses a month you know making twenty twenty five thousand a month only working twenty hours a week you know and then now yeah. it's blown up to where you you become a leading expert and uh, is that kind of surreal or what? Well, you know the awesome thing about it is, and we were talking about this offline, is when you see your students team having the same success. Mm-hmm. And um, we're starting to get more and more students now that um, are getting their first deal done and are so excited or, you know, have been, have been struggling for months to get started and, and then all of a sudden the light bulb turns on and they say, oh, what? Marketing is important. I need to do some marketing. <laughs> and they start doing marketing, whatever it is, yellow letters, postcards, cold calling, knocking on doors, whatever it is they decide to do, they just start doing it. And then they, they, they get so excited because it works. And that's, that's the most fun is, is talking to students, seeing their checks, seeing their excitement when they get their first deal done and they make $5,000 or they make $3,000 um, or they get a seller that says, yes, I'm interested, send me more information. Um, that's, that's cool because people can see that this stuff really does work. Okay, so let's talk about – Let's let's talk about a, a recent deal. Would you, do you have a recent deal that you've uh, you've done here in the past ninety days or so? Well, yeah. Um, you're, 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 I got, you're I got a, um, one that I'm in particular I'm thinking of is we actually found the buyer first for this house. Okay. And um, okay, now now how did you find guy, that buyer? Um, well, we we have we were advertising we're advertising maybe a dozen other homes right now uh-huh. on our site, um, and so he. I guess he just found us from Craigslist. I think he found one of our other homes we were advertising, went to our website, mm-hmm. and saw that we had a uh, home finder program. Hmm. And so we specialize, at least purchasing is my niche, you know, rental right. home. And um, we advertised, look, if we don't have a house you like, we'll find one for you. And um, Actually, he smart. had ten grand to put down. Right. right. He had. He, it's the same strategy you use when you find a cash buyer. You find out. What, what kind of what area are you interested in when you right. go out and start marketing for that area? Well, he had ten grand to put down in a home. He made over eighty thousand a year, and his wife also worked. His business, though, about two years ago, went into some severe uh, financial. I think he was he had some contract with the government that was like seventy five percent of his business, and the contract all of the, the government just one day decided with some budget cuts, you know, we, we can't work anymore. They basically. Um, shut him, shut his business down. So he he, he lost uh, as he went into bankruptcy and stuff. And uh, but he was working now, um, 
steadily for a year, but he has this ugly bankruptcy on his credit. That he right. needs to be at least two so or three he, years. So he can't get he can't get bank qual- qualification. He cannot qualify. Exactly. So. Right, but but he doesn't want to you know rent a place and then in a year or two when his credit's fixed move again when they're ready to buy a home. Right. Um, so he contacted us and said, "Well, I, I want to do your I want to join your Home Finder Rent to Own program." So we did a we ran his application, sent it to our mortgage broker who reviewed it and said, "Yeah, I mean this guy can maybe get a loan in, in a year or less, six to twelve months." Um, so he, we we said we asked we told the guy what we did we did a background check on him and then we said uh, tell us what areas you're interested in, and we actually made him go look for some homes. We told him, "Okay, go." to all of the for rent by owner and for sale by owner ads you can find on Craigslist and Backpage and et cetera. Don't go to Realtor.com, we told him. Just go to the for sale by owner homes. Right. And he brought us back about five homes that him and his wife liked. And the second one that I called, I called the owners up and I said, hey, um, my name is Joe. I specialize in these purchasing and I have a tenant buyer who's interested in your house. And uh, the owner was interested. So all I did was um, I signed a lease option contract with the seller and I assigned it to my tenant buyer and we kept um we kept so, so, so basically so, so 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 let me recap here so you had your buyer go out he went to an area that he he wants to buy in I guess or looked in an area where he wants to buy in and he looked for all the for sale by owner did all this stuff but and see since he didn't have the wherewithal to do the right contracts and negotiate with and stuff like that he basically said here here right. are some houses I would like in that particular area and uh and, and here's some of the owners and then you called yeah. up with your expertise and uh, negotiated with the for sale by owner and you did a simple lease agreement, right? Just like a, a, a lease yep. agreement, just a regular lease. Now, yep. did you do that lease for, did you do it for what, 18 months? I did this for two years. So you did a two-year lease on there. And then now with your purchase price, when you figured out your purchase contract, so the, the purchase contract pretty much went in line with your lease agreement, right? So that purchase contract was two years yes. out? Yes. Okay. And then so your purchase contract was two years out. And then how did you determine a price? Well, we just asked the seller, what do you want to walk away with? Huh. Because he had it listed, actually, he actually had it listed with a realtor. Um, and he said, well, you know, if I sold this today, I would want to walk away with at least, I think, I'm just going to see exact numbers, 200000 and, um, and I think it was listed for two fifteen or something. And I said, well, okay, we can do that for you. And we, had, we told him we have a buyer who has ten grand to put down. And... Uh, he wanted he wanted to keep part of that as a security deposit. Okay. So I agreed to give him four thousand. We kept six of that ten thousand. Okay. And um, and so we bumped the price up um, to six thousand for what we were making for our profit. Okay. And we also bumped the price up another five thousand dollars for to cover buyers' closing costs when they get financing. So the buyer, when he gets ready to get a mortgage, will not have to come up with any more cash. So the buyer puts $10,000 down, and they're also going to get an additional $5,000 credited back to them as part to cover their closing costs when they get financing. So you, so you pretty much just added like, seller, you added like seller concessions. Yeah. So if you wanted to net right. 200 let's say theoretically you did it for what, two, you did six, you did 211 then, and then of which 5000 yeah. was seller concession, 6000 was your, your profit? Correct, and the seller got what they wanted to walk away with, two hundred thousand. Right, 
And um, and the, the thing that we, we our big selling point for the sellers when we're talking to them is we have these buyers we've already pre-screened them. Um, this isn't a fishing expedition. We we have buyers right now looking for homes in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're going to go into our credit repair program. We had a credit repair program for this guy. Mm-hmm. Mortgage brokers are already working with him. We've already done a background check on him. We've verified his income. He has no he's a clean clean background. We've called previous landlords, et cetera, et cetera. Um, would you be interested? If not, that's fine. You know, we've got about ten other people to call. I, I, I let the, the fear of loss and the, the, the hope for the game. Mm-hmm. You play on those things. And uh, this seller was out of town. They were actually living in Virginia. And here's the thing I always ask sellers, too. Look, what are you going to do if you can't sell your house? Are you going to rent it? Well, why not rent it to somebody who wants to buy it instead of a tenant that's just going to trash it and call you every two weeks when the toilet's not working or whatever? Right. Um, so he understood that. Said, yeah, you know, he doesn't have any other options. He doesn't have many other options because he knew he couldn't sell it traditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he said, okay, let's do it. Let's go for it. And So, um, yeah, but, and, but this seller, so, I mean, he's asking 215 right? And it was listed on the MLS. Yeah. Now, I mean, think right. about it. I mean, most people are not going to offer list price. And, and I know in this market here where I'm at in Phoenix, I mean, we're talking about, you know, offers coming in anywhere from 5 to 10% lower than the actual asking price just because – because it's a buyer's market, and also oh, yeah. they asked for the uh, the seller concession. So this seller uh, that you had on there for asking for two fifteen, actually he's going to get net exactly what he wants, which is two hundred, which is probably more than he would net on just the uh, open market anyway. So you know, so that's yeah. uh, that's good for well, the buyer, a, and good for the seller. Oh yeah, he had an agreement in his listing agreement with his with his realtor that he would um, he could break the listing agreement if he found his own tenant. Um, so it worked out really well that way. Um, he doesn't have to pay any commissions. Um, I know guys who actually go after and, and, and do direct mail marketing to listed properties directly to the owners. Huh. They're not licensed. There's no rules that's, or laws that say you can't do that. Right. Um, obviously, if you are licensed, you can't market listed properties. But when, when these guys I know that do that, and I don't, by the way, um, I don't, I just don't because I find enough, I find as many leads as I need on the internet for free. But, right. um, so, but they, they will contact the owners and say, look, don't cancel your listing agreement. This is just another option. Um, you can cancel my agreement anytime, but if we, um, if we're going to, if you're interested, we'll at least purchase your home. When we find a qualified tenant buyer, we'll assign our contract to them. We keep the option deposit. And we're going to put the tenant buyer in a credit repair, and we're going to stay. With, we're going to stick with them, and follow. You know, make sure that they stick with the credit repair program right. through our mortgage broker. So it's not a sandwich lease option. You're not staying in the middle. Okay. Right. You make your money up front. There's zero. Well, I can't. You can never say there's zero risk. Right. But there's a very, <laughs> very limited risk. I mean, in my option contract with the owner, I'm only putting down ten bucks, and that's the most I have at risk. And I think the interesting thing too is because you know, you know, if if you really think about the opportunity of this, um, is, is just phenomenal because you know, um, 
you know, in a typical wholesaling world, you're looking for cash buyers to buy uh, wholesale properties or looking for rentals. So you're marketing for your for typically, you know, um, cash buyers are going to do fix and flip or you're marketing to uh, buyers are looking to hold on to rental properties. So, you know, so yeah. in those those now there's a lot of them out there, um, you know, but this pretty much gives you a third rung, you know, a third avenue to market for retail buyers that have, you know, in this type of situation, he made good income. Um, he had a significant down payment and uh, he just didn't have the credit qualifications to buy a, right. another property. So, I mean, now if you think of the pool of potential buyers um, in that specific niche, I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's huge. Um, well, yeah, yeah, and, and and I'm sure you know to to find these particular buyers between you know Craigslist, Backpage, Kijiji, or even putting ads in a local newspaper, um, and driving them to a squeeze page or, or just picking up the phone or whatever, um, has got to be easy to find these people. I mean, because they, they, there's people looking for seller financing, isn't that right? Well, yeah, there's there's tons of buyers out there looking for these kind of deals. Um, sometimes the challenge is finding somebody who has enough down payment. Yeah. Um, but that's why I recommend to, when you're doing this business is to market for sellers and buyers at the same time. That's what I do. I, I do direct mail. I do. Um, I, I, I just do cold calling, and that's something maybe we can talk about in a future call. Yep. How I do my marketing to find sellers, but um, I like the cheap as possible method, and um, so I, I find plenty of sellers. But at the same time, I'm marketing for buyers because. Um, you know, bandit sign, for instance. Um, one of my students just put out 15 bandit signs a weekend ago and got over 125 calls. No. Okay. 125 calls on 15 bandit signs. All the sign said was rent to own, motivated seller, phone number. And he said, Joe, I, can't, I can kick myself because I, did, I put my cell phone number on the sign. <laughs> um, but you, you, you normally always put your voicemail on that sign. But um, anyway, he found three buyers from that little campaign that had over, uh, what did he say? Six or $7,000 down payment. Mm -hmm. And, um, so he, he talked to those three and, um, he didn't have anything in his current inventory that they liked, but he was working on finding them a home. All three were interested in having him help them find a home. So, um, it's all about marketing this, this entire business, whether you're, wholesaling or short sales or, or rehabbing the fix and flip or whatever you're doing, it's all about marketing and you've got to be a marketing machine. I mean, it's, it, it's so easy. It's not intimidating really to do this business. Yeah. And I think I like, um, you know, I, I, I've done a lot of uh, subject to deals and I've done agreement for sale deals and, and I've done actually a bunch of lease option deals. Um, so, you know, what I like about having this in your uh, tool, tool chest is that you know when when you approach a, a motivated seller, there are going to be some sellers that don't want to go through the subject two and actually deed the property, right, and transfer right. the property, and then there's going to be others that don't really understand the whole concept of the agreement for sale, even though it's you know it's pretty. Uh, pretty you know basic to understand of exactly what happens but um the other you know then you know there's the lease option which is very easy it's a lease for a price and an mm -hmm. option to buy for a price now my my right. one question to you is um which which is something that concerns me about the lease option how um how do you know that the seller is going to or the seller doing this will actually collect the money pay the mortgage and not go out and get any other existing liens on the property well, that's always tricky because that can happen um, 
in, in any situation, and unfortunately it happens all the time too, with just regular rental properties. Yep. Um, so I know a guy just recently actually out on the East Coast. Um, he was telling me the story about somebody else. Um, the, this tenant buyer put down $50,000. Wow. And um, find out, gets a foreclosure notice. And finds out for the last seven months, the uh, seller, the owner of the home, has never made a payment. Um, and he's, he's, he's out of, he's, you know. Now I think there is some federal law that passed recently that if a tenant, if the if a landlord forecloses loses their home to foreclosure, the tenant gets to stay in that home till the end of the lease. I think. Yeah, that's correct. I've not heard too that clear too. about that. Um, but this guy, you know, <laughs> he's out. He's out of luck. Right. Um, so that's heartbreaking, really, to hear those stories. And unfortunately, it happens all the time. So you, you almost have to qualify the, the seller as well, right? Yes, right. I I do qualify this. I make sure I get the authorization to release information. I make sure they're current on their mortgage. Make sure they don't owe any back taxes. Run a preliminary quick title search. You know, make sure the title is not mm -hmm. over encumbered. Um, but the, here's the other thing: there there are easy things you can do to protect the tenant buyers from the situation. Um, you could, if you wanted to, record a memorandum of the option. Yep. Just record the agreement in the, in the county records. Um, secondly, you could give the authorization to release information to the tenant buyer, which I strongly recommend. Give the tenant buyer an authorization to release information. That gives them permission to call the bank anytime just to make sure the mortgage is being paid. Right. Um, and then third, there are third-party um, escrow companies that you can use that can make the payments to the bank for you. Yeah, so they, they, so they they'll, words, they'll service the pretty much service it. And exactly. I think that's what, you know, when I do the um when I do the subject to even the uh the agreement for sales, um we have it to where we go through title, and we have a title company service it. So literally the owner, the seller never even sees any payment. Um it literally just goes directly to the title company, title company directly to the mortgage uh, provider yeah. and then um, and then there's an audited statement every month for uh, for tax purposes so if you're a title company can do that that's great but there is a company if you if you just google uh, evergreen note servicing I think they're out of Washington state mm -hmm. um, evergreen note servicing they have a service where they'll do that for investors or for sellers um, where they will actually withdraw the rent from the tenant's account pay the mortgage bank and then send the difference to whoever Cool. Um, so there are there are companies that will do that. Right. And I know we're uh, uh, coming close to to end of the time here, but um, but for someone new, someone's let's say someone's brand new and they they you know they have no cash, they have no credit, they have a no real experience in real estate, and they happen to trip across this podcast and they go, "What the heck is you know escape the nine to five? What's this flip to freedom? And who's this Joe McCall guy that we're doing an interview with here?" So what would you tell that guy if he wanted to if he wanted to go out and he wanted to make a check here and you know in two to four weeks. Um, using lease options, what would you tell him? You know, what would be the the quick, I'd say, five step process for him to uh, from where he is today to go out and get a check? Yeah. Well, first you got to get educated. Um, you got to learn. You got to know a little bit about what you're doing, obviously. Um, but if you got a little education in your belt, in your belt, and, and, and you're dangerous. Um, this is it's real simple. You just pick up the phone and start calling sellers and Craigslist. Huh. Find sellers who have their houses listed for rent or for sale by owner and say, hey, my name is Chuck. I saw your house in Craigslist. It looks really nice. I was wondering if 
that was available for lease purchase or rent to own and just start the conversation from there. Hmm. Um, and if they said, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I've thought about that. What, tell me about what you do. You just explain in, in as few words as possible that you specialize in lease purchasing. You and your mortgage broker have a bunch of buyers on the verge of getting a mortgage looking for homes in that neighborhood. And uh, there's no risk to you, Mr. Seller. You can cancel the R agreement anytime. If you sell the house or rent it before we find a good tenant buyer, then you can just cancel our agreement. You won't owe us anything. And you get to approve the tenant buyer we find, and you stay in control. And you collect 100% of the rent every month. And I'm up front with the seller, and I tell them that we collect the option deposit from the tenant buyers, our fee. And um, we're just going to triple your marketing exposure. And we've got a bunch of buyers right now, and all you need to do is fill out this one-page contract. It's an option contract. Tell us what you need to walk away with. And then, um, so as soon as you get that option agreement from the seller, you start marketing the home. Um, get some pictures, create a postlet, stick it on Craigslist, all those different other free uh, eBay classifieds, Backpage, advertise them all over the Internet. Um, do bandit signs, start finding tenant buyers. Um, when you find a tenant buyer that has you know, a decent down payment, I usually ask for 2 to 3%. Get their application. Have your mortgage broker um, pull their credit and tell you, you want to find a mortgage broker that is that can help people with boost credit and who maybe has a credit repair company or knows of someone who does, who can look at these applications and pull these credit reports and tell you, yeah, okay, they make good money, they can afford the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to do this and this and this, and this is how long they think it will take if they do it. And so then you, um, you just basically assign your agreement that you originally did with the owner to the tenant buyer. For for whatever the agreeables, like in, in the in the case of this uh, case study we just talked about, you know, you gave four to the actual seller and you guys kept six, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so that that sounds actually fairly. I mean, obviously it's you know it's there's complex steps in between there, but from a, a you know from someone like me who used to be a marine and uh, not college educated, but you know this is fairly simple to follow. So you know step one, you well, said yeah, basically and- you can call sellers through Craigslist yes. or, or people that are for sale by owner, even driving around if you see for sale by owner, you could potentially, you could call them and that costs no marketing money, right? Just picking up the right, phone. Exactly. Then you would do, and a step yep. two would be an option agreement to where it'd be a simple one-page option agreement giving you the right to market the property. I'm sure it's non-exclusive. Right, um, right. And then step three would be market now. Now you have option agreement giving you a controlling interest to market the property. Then you could now market the property to your potential buyers that you've already farmed, or you could stick it on Craigslist mm-hmm. using Postlets or some other service, or uh, just stick it on there for uh, you know for sale with seller financing. Um, and then you have people that call in off that. You would take a simple uh, application. I'm sure you're, you're looking for their you know credit if they have employment verification, and more importantly, how much down payment they have. Is that right? Yeah, and then uh, so that's step four, and then you well you would get them qualified with your mortgage broker to see how long it would take them to actually um, you know be able right. to purchase a property. So it, you know if the mortgage broker says two years, then you you would write up the lease and option for about two years, and then you would assign the contract to who do you, who, who you're signing. So you're basically assigning your contract with yep. the seller over to the new buyer, correct? And that for that yep. fee, is that correct? Right. There's two different ways to do it. Um, the easiest way, Sean, is, is um, you just actually will sign the lease and the sales contract with the closing date two years in the future. You sign that 
that contract with the seller, mm-hmm. with which says in there that you're going to assign this to somebody else, and uh, you're going to collect, you know, X amount of the option deposit for your own profit. And so then you just assign that to the tenant buyer when you find them. The other way to do it, without I don't want to complicate it too much, but sure. the other way I do it is I just sign a one-page option agreement that gives me the right to lease option the property. Okay, when I find a qualified tenant buyer, I exercise my option with the owner. I will sign the lease option agreement with the tenant buyer, and then I will assign that agreement back to the owner, and then I'm out of the deal. Right. The reason I like that is because that one-page option agreement, the sellers can just fill out on my website. They can download it, print it, fill it out, fax it back to me. Or I use DocuSign, and they can actually just fill it out online and sign it electronically online. Yeah. And that's all I need to get started. So I don't need to send them a big, long lease and a big a sales contract or anything. Like that. There's, so there's different ways to do it. The key is KISS. You know, keep it simple, stupid. Right. Do whatever works good in your area. The good thing about using the lease and the sales contract is because you can use the standard realtor's lease in your area, and you don't have to worry really much about um, make, whether you have the right contracts or not, and the right language in the lease or whatnot. Yeah, you just use your your state's uh, lease agreement and purchase contract, and, and you know, pretty much everybody knows what it is in, in that particular state. Okay, so we're coming close to the end here, and um, Joe, I, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for your time, but you are coming out with a podcast. Oh, yeah. You excited? I'm so How about excited that? about it. I am super excited. I'm, I'm <laughs> learning up, and I love learning new things, and I've really been inspired with your podcast. Um, I found yours a few months ago, and I've listened to almost all of them, um, and I, I don't think mine will be as good as yours. Yeah, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> but no, you've got uh, some I, unbelievable I, content, some great information, yeah. and, uh, and it'll I, be coming I out be your, soon. I'll be your first subscriber. <laughs> well, good, and leave me some good comments. It'll be it'll be called wholesaling lease options. Um, so, just so it's going to be called. Okay, wait a minute. So you're gonna you're gonna call it wholesaling lease options. It's going to be a podcast. It will be in iTunes, right? Because you're going to submit it to iTunes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wholesaling lease options. Now, if if someone here is listening to this and they want to find out more about you, what is the absolute best place they can go to get um, your blog or all the information from you? Yeah, my website wholesalingleaseoptions.com. www.wholesalingleaseoptions.com. Um, I got some cool information on there. I have a form that you can preview and look. Yeah, through. actually, you know what? I'm, um, I'm on your site right now, and, and it looks like if someone wants to go there right now, you have there's basically f- uh, four free uh, bonuses if people sign up for your oh, yeah. um, just to be on your mailing list here. And it's um, you get an interview with Wendy Patton, who is uh, how to wholesale lease options, and I'm probably going depth. Yeah. How to find and hire and train a two dollar an hour virtual assistant? Wow, that that alone right there is priceless and to report my well, favorite online that, tools i know guys i know guys who sell that what i did what i give them away for free for 500 bucks oh yeah how to find iron train a virtual assistant yeah that that is um that that is something that's uh that's i mean because i mean think about it, people are you know a lot of people are listening to this have a full-time job so what if they could leverage themselves and hire a full, full-time assistant to basically line up seller leads for you pretty much you know yeah, and, and do exactly. other aspects you also have on here my favorite online tools that you probably never heard of and then live seller calls so you actually people get to hear you with a seller um probably talking to them which i think that would be uh so that's yeah. free you give that away for free Oh yeah, all wow. free. You just put your name and email in there, and I give that away. 
Okay. Yeah. So um, if you're listening right now, um, you can check out wholesalingleaseoptions.com. Um, and uh, this Joe McCall's site, and on there you'll see on the right-hand bar under a video he um, uh, produced uh, about the four free bonuses. Definitely um, get those because uh, that's a lot of content and a lot of value. And you know, if anyone listens to my podcast or look at the blog, I mean, I am an advocate of giving away tons of great free information. And why Joe and I mesh, you know, so well when we uh, we ended up talking because he has the exact same philosophy. And if you go to his blog and read his information, you'll see that he. Uh, he is he is an expert in the niche of wholesaling lease options. He's done incredibly well. He's phenomenally successful, and uh, he's here to basically share his time and his information, his knowledge to give us another tool in our toolbox to go out and accomplish our goals. And what's the goal? The goal is to quit your job in 19 weeks or less. The goal is to get one year's worth of income in the bank as fast as possible. And this little tool of wholesaling leased options gives you another avenue to be able to accomplish that quicker and uh, I when I when I first talked to Joe on the phone and he kind of shared what his niche was you know, I was I was I was like wow this is uh, incredible and I, I dove into his site and in his information and I've uh, been impressed um, from day one so so Joe I know you have to run to another call right now and uh, I, I definitely want to thank you for your time and for your um, expertise and knowledge and sharing it with the audience here I greatly appreciate it Thank you, Sean. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. So I will. Uh, I'll put this up, and I can't wait to hear the response from uh, from everybody excited to uh, wholesale lease options. So uh, okay, thanks a lot. All man. right, good luck on your next call. Take care. All right, see you. Bye bye. Wasn't Joe great? I mean, uh, he's such a laid back guy, which is awesome. He has some great information. And Joe, thank you so much for uh, spending the time with us and sharing uh, your strategies for wholesaling lease options. Now, if you want to get more from him, you can visit wholesalingleaseoptions.com. Like you said, he's coming out with a podcast. You can search that in iTunes. His goal is to have it released by the end of the year. So you want to definitely check that out because I think, like I said in the interview, he uh, he has the same philosophies as I do is, uh, you know, give away uh, some great, great content and help people out. And uh, and that's that's basically what uh, he leaves as well. So um, hope you like that. Now, if you want more from Flip to Freedom um, and you want to download my 129-page comprehensive blueprint, you can visit flip2freedom.com. That's flip2freedom.com. You can uh, see a video on the front page of me, enter your email address, and I will email you a link that you can download that report. Also, if you uh, go on the site and you hit the podcast tab, you can see the other 27 episodes. If you really want to dig into um, what exactly flipping properties is and how to do it, um, I did uh, a series recently, and it's called Fast Start to Your First Big Check. And it's a detailed step-by-step -step series. And what I do in that is I go through in detail, I mean, more than you probably even want to know, um, of exactly how to uh, flip properties in your spare time and uh, get your very first big check. Um, and I go through and um, how to, and that's, and that's in episodes uh, 22, episodes 23, 24, 25 is how to close the deal, and, um, and that's it. So 
and actually it's no, it goes to number 26, my fault. So, um, so it ends at number 26. So those five episodes are uh, how I go in depth on exactly how to, uh, to do that. So until the next episode, I'll talk to you next week and we will discuss um, some other great information to help you in your business so you can quit your job as fast as possible and live the lifestyle of freedom because that's what it's all about. Take care and God bless. Thank you.